Welcome back to the Mail-In Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Shivery, coming to you live from the Early Bird CBD studio in Austin, Texas. Sitting next to me is my co-host, Sally. Sally, what are you laughing at? Well, you took a really long time to start. I thought you were just going to like let it build for a while because I kept looking at you, waiting for you to like well, say welcome back. I, that was a pretty standard length of time, I think. I wait for Dave to start hit, hitting the volume down. He's jamming out over here. Dave likes to let it run. He likes to let He's it run. He's right now. Still running. I, I can hear it. Still going. Are we just going to play it the whole episode? or? Good. Okay. People would, might like that. Okay. How are we doing? I'm cold. It's very cold in Austin today. It's like drizzly. Very cold. It's like 55. It's 53. Dude, it was chilly this morning. Actually, the false. Oh, for false. Real? Let's check it. The high today is 51. I love so it. I love it's it. It's 46 currently. It's overcast, windy, and wet. I've got, if you think I look like trash, you're correct, because I have joggers on, a sweatshirt, and wool socks pulled over the joggers. Wow. I know. No one's doing it. No one's doing that. Very few people. I was just talking about this, but the smell of turning the heater on for the first, like that, you know, in your house for the first time when it gets cold, uh-huh. and that, that burning smell, I just smelled it for the first time this season, and it, it's so great. It makes me happy. I actually prefer, I don't turn the heater on unless it's super dire situation, because I would prefer my house be cold and I just wrap up, because I don't like heat. No, it dries my skin out. Like, do you ever in your car? Heaters this, do that. This exactly happened time. to me on the way here. When you like turn on your car heater and you're like, okay. And then it's so hot that you have to like turn on the AC to like combat what you just did to your own car. Cause it, you know what I'm saying? I, never, I always yeah. have to strike a delicate balance. I can't have heat blowing on me. So I'll have to like turn it on for a second, get the car warm and then turn it off again. Okay. Yeah. Very nuanced over here. Feels so great outside. It does. Uh, Dave, how we doing? Chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's up, man? Just, just doing it. Ready to get into this pod. Uh, before we do, the hotline number is eight 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 three six two mail m a i l. That's eight 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 three six two six two four five. You can also write in if you would prefer. There's a link in the Twitter bio, and that's at mailin podcast. We have. Let's see, we have eight questions today, only one of which is a voicemail, I believe. Let's people see. are getting pretty wordy. People are getting wordy. Those um, people aren't even tactical. Some of them I understand because there is some context that has to go into the question. But some people are just like giving what I call what my mom does, where they just like give erroneous details that don't matter to the story. Yeah, and I do try to clean it up a little bit uh-huh. if I think there's some details that don't really add much to the story. But... The, the the problem is the the ones that they sent in are good. Yeah, I mean, so I some have of these, to include them. A lot of the ones that are on today's require that much explanation. I feel like. Yeah, Dave. Dave looked at the rundown and he's like, "Do I have to read all these? They're they're kind of lengthy today, but they're good." Should we each take a turn? Uh, I'll, I'll read. I'm gonna read number three because it's okay. it's long and it'll be a nice break for Dave after he goes one one and I'm two. I'm just worried because I'm uh, kind of got the off mic cough going occasionally. Yeah. Okay, and I don't want to like. I don't want it to sound bad, but let's just see how it goes. Okay. I'll hop in. Dylan, are you going to be putting the tree up on November 1st again? The people need to know. I'm moving into my new place that day and thinking about throwing the tree up while I'm packing. I need affirmation that this is still the move. 
good memory on this person. Yes, I did this last year. The reason I did it is because I was actually moving on November 1st. I moved to my new place on November 1st, and I was just unpacking everything and setting the place up. And I was like, you know what? The tree is right here. I'm just going to throw it up. Mm-hmm. I typically wouldn't do that. But I had I had no regrets. Yeah, it's it's early. It's before Thanksgiving, which is probably not the move. When do you guys put your stuff up? Um, right after Thanksgiving. Usually, right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't hate this. If you're gonna be move, if you're moving in, I just get it over with. You don't yeah. need to like wait to unpack a box. Just already unpack that box. Yeah. I think uh, we are probably going to put up our garland, our Christmas garland, on November first. Okay. Will already already asked for it like two days ago. So that will be happening on Friday. But last year we also didn't have a Christmas tree because we had just moved. Well, we had moved in a couple of months before, but both of us weren't going to be home very much during December. And we also don't have any ornaments. So we didn't get a tree. And we're debating right now whether or not to even get a tree because we started collecting ornaments. So... Will and I have done this thing where like each Christmas we give each other an ornament or like if we go somewhere, we get an ornament from that place. So we've got like a collection of eight currently that I've just been building over the past three years. Yeah. Eight ornaments isn't enough for a tree. You can't be putting a tree up with eight ornaments unless it's a teeny desktop one like a or a tabletop one. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm not a fan of just going to Hobby Lobby and buying like the bulk. Right. All of my ornaments mean something. Right. That's what Will wants. Yeah. I grew up in a family where we had like the hotel professional looking tree. Oh, see, I, I'm so against, no and offense the, to your family. I'm so against that. Our tree is still very much like that. It's a little bit more eclectic now. But when we were growing up, it was like everything matched. They were all gold and all had a theme. That's still the case now, but there's a lot more leopard print thrown into it. Shouts to Jules, Leopard Palace <laughs> Queen. Um. But like that's the family I grew up in. Whereas Will grew up in a house where it was like, you know, the ornament you made in kindergarten with like the popsicle sticks and like the frame of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we made those. And my mom would just like trash them. She'd be like, "Cool, that's cute," and then like throw it away. Tacky. Yeah, I feel like you fall into oh one of those gosh. two spectrums. Like you either have every ornament you've ever had in your whole life, or you're you are like everything's coordinated. No, there's no individualization. So Parks, um, he went to school the other day on my birthday and he went up to his teacher and was like upset that he didn't have a present for me. And she she was like, oh, I'm okay. Um, well, what do you want to do? He goes, I don't know. Can we make something? So instead of nap time, he and his teacher made me, it's basically a Christmas ornament. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's what he intended it to be, but that's what it's, it, she, they, she printed a picture of him and they made like a uh, a popsicle stick frame, uh-huh. and like put little stickers on it and stuff, and then a little a little string on top. Okay, so I can hang it from my tree. I it made me cry. Aww. I, I know. I, like That's it was so sweet. it was like the best thing I've ever gotten in my life. And he his teacher sent a text to, to Dallas. That's Parks' mom. For those who don't know, said, "Hey, is today um, Parks' dad's birthday?" Because he he came in really worried about not having a present for him and all this stuff. And I read that text, and then like he. He gave it to me, and I just. Are you gonna start I, crying now? I, no, no, but I had a I had a moment. It was uh, it was pretty crazy. I think you got to display it like front and center on the tree oh, this year. You bet your ass I am. It kind of fell apart a little bit. I have to I have to do some repairs to it, but I'm gonna keep that thing forever. I know. Actually, great. this is giving me a really good idea. 
Can we have like a very specific Christmas themed mail-in where people just send in Christmas related things? Okay. I love that. Okay, great. Send in your Christmas related questions from the Twitter bio or the link in the Twitter bio. The link in the Twitter bio. Okay. I don't think this is a trash move from this guy. He should do it. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. Do what makes you happy. I, I. When that tree goes up in my house, it hitches. It's a game changer. I'm excited for you to rate people's trees this year. Ooh, that's always one of my favorites. That's always fun. Let's do the next one, Dave. What's good, mail-in squad? I'm out in California, and they have been shutting off our power in order to reduce the risk of wildfires. Having no power and internet sucks. So I was wondering what your go-to move would be in the event of an extended blackout as we are about to hit day three with no power. Let me know what activities I should be considering. Thanks. Did y'all know, know that this is something that they did? Rolling they shut, blackouts? Yeah. Well, yeah. But, but for the purpose of reducing risk of wildfires? I didn't actually how did, how know does that, that make it was sense? for the risk of reducing wildfires. I, think, I thought it was just to save power because there's a power I, shortage. I thought the same thing. So when he said that, I was like, oh. So I'm a little confused about New why this is. I, I'm not doubting this guy. That's just, I, I've never heard of this before as a reason for the blackouts. Not growing up in California, is there a time, I guess summer, probably the biggest risk for wildfires because it's dry. Like California's pretty dry, right? So yeah. that's your biggest risk, like dry heat. And then. There are some devastating wildfires in that state. My gosh. One of which. Was started actually not in in California but in Arizona by somebody who was doing a gender reveal. No shit. Because I was reading an article the other day about a lady who got killed during a gender uh, reveal. I read the same thing from like getting hit by shrapnel by some like explosion. They it was supposed to explode and I guess with either pink or blue and uh-huh. it, they it made a pipe bomb. They accidentally made a pipe bomb. Yeah, like people. Come on. Totally unrelated, but don't have gender reveals. Because you're killing people and starting wildfires. Just reveal on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sorry. So Back the, to the question. This person is three days without power. That's tough. I don't. That sucks. I start to panic after an hour of not having power. Well, okay. Number one, my first thought about this was like, oh shit, what's he going to do without AC? And then I was like, okay, well, it's California. It's probably pretty mild. He probably just opens the window, right? Like in Texas, this would be a huge issue if you don't have AC. Mm-hmm. It's too hot. Yeah. Second... You don't have internet. I guess you could on your phone if you have like, you know, whatever your service is, but you're not on Wi-Fi. And also you got to charge your phone. If you're like just doing shit on your phone, you're not going to be able to like keep a good charge for three days. So you don't have internet, don't have access to any TV. You got to get a hobby that you can possibly do in the dark, I guess. Or I guess it's probably not that dark because like during the day. This sucks. I mainly just included this because I, I, I was just so thrown off by the re- reduce the risk well, of wildfires thing. But three days of that power, I don't know what I would do. I wonder where this guy lives in California because I feel like you could do some cool outdoor stuff. You know, like you can be outdoors. Yeah, you got to leave the house. I, I'd go play. Leave the house. You cannot sit in your not in power house. I'd play golf during the day and drink at night, probably. Will um, used to draw when they would have power outages due to the snow. He would get really into. <laughs> Like drawing, so those two pictures that are in our apartment that it's like of a, I want to say one is a mallard and the other one is like a pheasant or something. I'm not. He did those? He did those. And it was really into his like big drawing phase when the power would go out, he would go draw like literally by candlelight. He didn't post the the sketch of his old dog that he said he was going to. 
I think he did on the Instagram slides. Oh, he did? Odd, yeah. Oh, okay. That he did or that we have hanging in our house that he, he did. He didn't sketch it, but it's hanging in, yeah, the in ghost our room. dog. Did yeah. he talk about that today on the oh, podcast? Yeah. Oh, okay. You all have he, a ghost dog living in your apartment. No, we don't. No, we don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> no, we don't. Okay. Anyway, you got to find an activity that has, there's no power involved. So like drawing is a good one. Reading is possible, but you have to have like actual books. You can't have a Kindle or your iPad or whatever. And I guess enough light to like. We got to get candles. You get candles. You get one of those book clip on lights that's battery powered. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I would probably read, take a walk, do some random shit. I don't know. This is difficult. Yeah, I'm kind of over this question. We can move on. I think I'm over it because I watch so much TV and like I'm like, oh my god, I what oh, would yeah. I do? It's giving me anxiety thinking about being in that scenario. Terrible. Good luck to you, sir. Yeah, let us know and, what you do. Yeah, and good luck to all the uh, people in the in the way of the wildfires. Hopefully, it doesn't affect everybody. All right, Dave, I'll do this next one. Dorn and Dave, golf question for you. So, me and four buddies were playing a standard game of wolf on my friend's birthday. Long story short, we get to the 18th hole, Super Wolf. The way we play is whoever is down the most gets to set the initial bet um, up to half of what they are down. In this case, my friend is down 60, so he sets the bet at 30. I hit a good one down the middle, and he hammers immediately. 30 turns to 60. Two of the other, two of the other three guys hit the fairway, while another guy blasts one into the woods. The other guy, let's see, uh, the other two guys hit the green and hammer us back, so 60 turns to 120. They miss their birdie putts, and I've got 12 feet uphill for birdie. Naturally, with nothing to lose, we hammer. After some discussion, they accept. 120 turns to, to 240. I take the birdie. I make the birdie putt, which doubles the bet, so 240 turns to 480 a man. It got out of hand quick. Everybody pays up except the guy that hit his ball into the woods on the last hole, saying I wasn't part of the hammers, so I don't have to pay. How much of a trash move is this? Also, Dorn Go Trojans. Shouts to my Anderson Trojans. Uh, wow, we we don't play this way. We don't we don't play. You can double, triple, quadruple hammer a hammer, right? Yeah, we don't play hammers. My friends back home do, and hammering gets out of control. Well, we we play hammers sometimes, but we do it. You can only hammer one time. Yeah, we used to play rehammers, and it it gets it gets in the way of like the actual fun of the game a lot yeah. of times. But yeah, this is a trash move. It gets too it gets too serious for. I mean, four eight. I don't know what their what their units are. I'm assuming that's just a dollar is was one point. So four eighty a man got up to four hundred eighty bucks real quick. Um, this is a, a a wild way of playing the game. Well, here's the deal. Normally, we play if someone hammers. Um, both people have to agree to accept yes. all. Or and I get in this case, it's three guys. They have to all agree. Um, if there's one dissenter doesn't like, no, dude, don't. Then, then it's off. Then, yeah, it's off. Yeah. So these guys clearly play different. Which, I mean, it sucks for the dude who's out of the hole off the tee, but... Do they play different or the guy who lost, who was in the woods, did he just completely bitch out at the end? It sounds like that. He tried to, he tried to just go off on his own, do his own thing. Um, and I you wasn't can't do part that of the hammers, because yeah. Because as, as Dave said, you, you're either a part of the hammers or you're not. That's your team. The whole group is not, is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't it's a, individually. It's a team decision. Exactly right. So he's on the hook for it. But going forward, y'all might want to clarify that rule. Because that's a lot of money. 
That's a lot of money. To lose on a golf course. That's a lot of money. Uh, it's such a fun... That, that's the, the best game to play. And if you don't know how to play Wolf, just look it up. It's such a fun game to play. You can keep your own personal score while also playing these like these team bets throughout the, the entire round. The teams change up each each hole. It's just so awesome. Um, God, that... Yeah, I, I don't think I'd, I'd want to play a game that has, you can like double and triple hammer a hammer. That's just too much action for me. It gets out of control. Yeah. People flex. Uh, let's do the first voicemail. Yo, so my fiance just moved in with me, and we've been living together a couple of weeks, and I know she doesn't shower that often. Like, once or twice a week. That's uh, not enough. How do I approach the subject and try to get her to shower more often? Because... It's kind of gross. All right, deuces. I'll hang up and listen. Okay. He didn't notice this until they moved in together. So she doesn't have a sm- like a stench. She doesn't have a, st- a stinky problem. Mm-hmm. But showering once or just twice a week, that's disgusting. You got you to do something about that. Um, How do you feel about washing your hair once or twice a week? That doesn't bother me. Because that's what I do. I I only wash my hair once or twice a week. That, I think a lot of That's people different. do that. But still though. showering, right? Yeah, because you're yeah, you I mean your body yeah. St- it can stink. Well, but not not only that, just like based on what I do slash anybody, you're like out in the world, like you've got shit on you. You got to wash that off. You don't you need to be bringing yeah. like germs into bed. That's gross, right? Like yeah. I guess you could argue they're in my hair, but Whatever, like I shower when I get home from work because it just is gross. I'm a, you know? I'm or once, if you are have worked out anything, I'm a once a day guy. Yeah, um, we have had this discussion before about whether or not it matters if you shower in the morning or night. But I think that we came to the conclusion that it doesn't matter as long as you're showering once a just day. Shower once a day, right? That's pretty standard. So, th- I think he's got to tell her once a week. Like once a week, that's egregious. Is psychotic. That's terrible. You've like, got you've got to you've got to talk to her. Think about all the crap that accumulates on your skin after one week of Ho- not. Hopefully, she's at least washing her face at night, you know, before she hits hits bed. Dude, I was just think think about like the think about her sheets, sheets, but just just the the hygiene for the uh, for the private parts. Yeah, it's just very. It's just like yeah, you got to clean that. Mentally, the only mentally. time I'll say that this is acceptable. Is if you do you remember when you were like in high school and it was summer and you basically like did y'all ever do this like you just bit, you swam so you counted as a shower you're like I swam today you, like I feel like the swim shower the swim shower like I feel like in the summer when you're a kid like yeah which is even grosser because you now have chlorine and shit all in your hair you also but just like, don't get as as funky when you're a kid. Like I mean, for example, Parks he doesn't like he wears deodorant, right? Like right. The, the guy doesn't. He's like not creating. Yeah, BO. his hair doesn't create you know all the oils that like mine does and all that stuff. So this is like making me gag. If, if he if he skipped if he skipped a day showering or bathing, it, it it's not a big deal. Right. But as you get older and you your body's changing, you you're just grosser. I think the undercarriage to tell though, her. like Davidson, you got you got to clean the undercarriage, man. Yeah. That's nasty. And then like. Yeah, I do. I feel like I do know people like this though, who like don't wear deodorant and don't shower that often, and it's weird. Like, is this maybe 
not that it's a cultural thing because she clearly lives in the United States, but do you think that other cultures or other countries shower as much as we do? Probably not. Probably not, no. Yeah. Man, Dave, Brett, and I were at dinner the other night a couple weeks ago, and we sat down. Oh, my God. And we were outside, by the way. Oh, it, was, it was on a patio. We oh, were outside. On a patio. This table sat down next to us. It was uh, a man and woman and a, a young, like their daughter or something, I think. And the dude had terrible BO, mm. so bad that we actually, we moved. We get told the waiter, like we, Dave walked away as as they did. And they're like, by the way, this dude it smells terrible. We have to move. Like that, you just can't let that happen. Right. And like you said, he she probably doesn't have terrible BO because he didn't know that she was only showering once or twice a week. But at the same time, even if you're not producing disgusting BO, you got to be showering. You got to shower. Mm. I think he's got to tell her too. You have to. For the, exactly what you're saying, for the like private parts alone, you got to be doing it. Yeah. And the, in, the intimate stuff. And washing stuff. your face. Wash your face, people. Like, stop just walking around. Oh, I just hit my mic. Sorry, guys. And you know they're having they're having sex too, right? I mean, this is their fiance. They live together. So. Yeah. This is you, not. You gotta, you Maybe they're not. Up. They're not married yet, Dylan. True. Maybe this guy's got a real maybe they don't awakening. Have, maybe they don't have premarital sex, Dave. You're That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's tough, man. You got to say something. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Speaking of saying something, I want to talk about, say something about Zapier. Zapier. You want to talk Zapier? Let's do it. Okay. Here's the deal. Growing a business is hard. Just ask us. Uh, we've used Zapier. We used it when we were launching. Still do. It's kind of Brett's thing now. Um, you're wasting hours every day, moving data from emails to spreadsheets to your CRM or wherever, all that stuff that I don't even know what it means, but I know it's difficult to do. And that's why Zapier kind of cuts out the middleman for you. Um, they kind of, they automate everything you want. Um, it's the easiest way to automate your work, connecting your business software, and it handles it for you. So you can focus on the things that matter most like, Oh, I don't know, doing spooky season, for example, or doing the mail and pod doing whatever. No more wasting your time on tasks that you know should be automated because that's what they were built to do. Check out Zapier. Go to zapier.com slash mail-in. Again, zapier.com slash mail-in. Connect the apps you use the most and let Zapier take it from there. It lets you instantly engage with leads, send them to a CRM or spreadsheet, then notify your team so they can act fast on every opportunity. Okay. Right now through the end of the month, try it free by going to our special link. Again, zapier.com slash mail in. It's a 14 day trial. Just try it out. If you're launching a startup or whatever, or maybe wanting to tweak your existing processes, check out Zapier. Zapier.com slash mail in. Thank you, Dave. Uh, let's do the next one. I'll read this one too, Dave. How about that? You're a real gent. Hey, y'all. I just started hanging out with a girl. And my friends joke about our size differences. I'm 6'3", 220, and she is 5 feet, maybe 110 pounds. Is that too big of a difference? 6'3", 220, compared to 5 feet, 110. Uh, no, it's no. not. That's like every uh, athlete. Right. Yes, it's not. Um, I mean, if your friends are joking around with you, like they're just trying to like, be dicks. I don't know. I feel like this is so normal, right? Yes. I, I'm every single one of my friends who's like teeny tiny has a husband who's enormous. Like 
This is just this is just normal. And at the end of the day, if there's a mutual attraction, then who gives a shit? Yeah. Right. I like. I'm thinking right now of my aunt who is teeny. She's like five one and so petite. And then my uncle, who's a marine, who's like probably this exact same thing, six two, maybe a little leaner than two twenty, but like. Their height difference and size difference is so hilarious, but it's really cute because they just, I don't know. I don't think that this is that big of an issue. Yeah, I don't either. And if you're, if people are like being dicks to you about it, then they have a problem, not you. But I don't know. That's my personal. Sorry, I'm looking, I'm looking something up in preparation for, we, we have two questions in a row that are about height and I, I do. I really enjoy height percentiles. I don't know why. Okay. You know what you know what a height percentile is. Yes. Um, and so, okay, the next. Well, let's do the next. Well, one. like, what percentile is a guy if he's six two? He's about eighty seven. He's about eighty seventh percentile. What about a woman who's five one? Um, let's look it up. Five one. See, I think you could argue that this girl is doing it right. She's just looking out for her future kids so that they can be like normal sized and not five sure. three. You know what I'm saying? Isn't five five feet de- like very close to being a little person for purposes of like I've always heard I think it's four ten. I've always 410? heard four ten, yeah. Oh, we had it wrong in high school. We were fucking dumbasses. <laughs> There's a really tiny girl that we hung out with and that was kind of I have a couple joke. friends who are probably five one, I bet. Thinking about it now, I probably have like four. So I, I just feel like this is pretty common. And if your friends are making fun of you, lame. Okay, let's get on to the next. Yeah, let's go question. to the next one, Dave. Dilly Sa- Dylan, Sally, and Dave. FTLT. What's your take on dating a girl who's taller than you? I'm six foot and she's six two. To be honest, it doesn't really bother me because she's cool. Her family, even though I haven't been formally introduced, does the things I like to do. And we generally get along pretty well. So far, we've been on four dates, so it's obvious we are both into it. Also, she she's used to guys being shorter than her, so she's pretty unfazed. I've never dated a taller lady, and honestly, I don't give a damn about anyone's opinion at the end of the day. But have any of you dated taller women, or have guys, or have guy friends who are dating taller women? Can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. Love the pod. Okay, this is the question that made me pull up the per- the percentile calculator. Okay. Uh, so a girl who's six two, it, it basically a hundred percentile. Right. There are only a handful of women in the world taller than than this person. So the website I just pulled up says you're taller than a hundred percent of your female peers. Okay. So six two. Point being, if you're a girl who's six two, you are, and this girl seems like she's on board with what I'm, with the one I'm about to say. You have to expect to date guys that are not going to be your height and taller. Right. Which um, sounds like this girl yeah. is. Like in me, I, I'm six one and I'm like eighty third percentile. So I'm taller than most most other guys. Um she so she has like if she were to date her height and above, that's a very small pool of guys that she can Right. That she can possibly be with. And honestly, the two inch difference is probably one of the smaller differences. Yeah. Because most guys are like what, five ten? Five nine. Yeah, as a six footer, he's ta- he's taller than the average guy. Right. By a so like inches. this is this is probably not even that big of a difference to her. And I I doubt. I mean, you could probably if you saw them see that she's taller, just because you would automatically notice that she's a tall woman. 
But like, she probably doesn't care. And I feel like this used to be a big deal, but I feel like recently it's become a lot more acceptable. Like I used to have friends who, um, like I had a girlfriend when they got married, she's maybe like an inch shorter than her husband, but didn't wear high heels because she didn't want to be taller than him, like in the wedding pictures and stuff like that. And then I have a friend, I know a girl who is dating a guy who's like at least three inches shorter than her. And she wore heels on her wedding day. Cause she was like, I want to look good. And all their pictures, like she's taller than him. Like who cares? Yeah. I don't know. This doesn't bother me, but maybe, it, maybe it would bother me if I was taller. Wasn't there a say by the bell when Zach, there was some tall girl who wanted to like dance with Zach or go on a date with Zach. And he was embarrassed. I think, you, I think you're correct. I swear. No, but oh, wait, are you talking about when Jesse dates the short guy? Yeah. And oh, then they dance. It was and yeah. Jesse Spano. He, it was Jesse. He, he sit, he's when they're dancing, he's, uh, is on the like step so that they're even height. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, Emily, my sister is probably five, nine. Five. She's not that tall. Yeah, she is. Really? She's taller than Lily. She's taller than Lily. Really? Emily's probably five, nine. Okay. And she loves wearing heels. So puts her at like six feet, probably. Her boyfriend is very tall. But Emily has always dated super tall guys. The like shortest guy she's ever dated is probably like six foot. And it matters a lot to Emily. Whereas I feel like some people are like, eh, whatever. Like, but Emily needs someone to be like a foot above her at all times. So yeah, and a, a girl who's six two, I feel like she is going to be more concerned about this than you are. Like the guy who's two inches shorter than her. But she, she might have made her peace with it a long time ago. Yeah, you but know? yeah, I, you know, I I think some girls are self conscious if they're like super tall. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, if, if you're confident and you, and you like make her feel good about, you know, being so tall, then it's going to work out fine. Yeah. I think it's fine on the flip side from the last question. The girls that I know that are tiny with huge guys have always been tiny and dated huge guys and never been with like someone who's shorter than six foot and like a wrecking ball. Basically, I'm just thinking about my friends who like have who are tiny and have enormous husbands and like they that was like their track record throughout they've just always been with like people have types yep yeah all right good good size talk you guys (laughs) here's a fun one dylan dave and sally i just had the wildest hotel gym experience and i need y'all's input i'm a 28 year old male and travel over half the year for work Yesterday, I had the rare occurrence of being in the gym at a B-level hotel at the same time as a very attractive young woman. This never happens. She had the mildly skimpier version of the neighborhood gym fit on, sports bra and very short spandex shorts. It was just me and her. Things were normal at first, just two people getting their workouts in. Then it got weird. In between her sets, she would stretch in very, let's just say, provocative positions that seemed to purposefully accentuate certain features. Then it got really weird. She grabs the foam roller and starts rolling out her lower half. Didn't think much of it until I hear gasping across the room. Quickly, it was just straight moaning. She proceeded to audibly moan in the most sexual way for the next five to seven minutes while rolling out. Then, as casually as possible, she put on her jacket and left. Should I have said something? Were these signals? Was there a move to be made? What just happened? 
<laughs> Did she get off? It says that she went jacket on, not jacket off. <laughs> Did she get off? I mean, it sounds like she had ever, a, you ever she, been on a foam roller? <laughs> uh, yeah, they they hurt more than anything. Rolling out that IT band. Ooh, what's the IT I've band? Never, runs like the side of your quad. Will asked me oh, what man. an IT band was the other day too. I'd never heard that term in my life. Yeah, I didn't know about it until I started foam rolling. And people say you should foam you gotta roll. You got to stretch that IT band out. IT um, band. Well, I, I do not think she got off. I think she was doing this on purpose. Just to give the person in, in the gym with her a story to tell, tell his boys? Yeah. Like, sometimes, you know, when you're just like, she probably was just fucking with him. Okay. Or was she trying to uh, catch it? And was giving off the vibes Catch to this what guy. Exactly. Um, I, a hookup. I, that is also possible. But I feel like a girl who's willing to like make orgasm noises for five minutes on a foam roller was probably also confident enough to just go up to somebody and be like, hey, let's go out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, I, know. I don't know. Do girls do that? Just ask people out? Yeah. I mean, I don't, but... In my I, life, I'm a I'm a 36 year old. No, a girl has never come up to me in public and just. How would you feel about it? Ask if a girl me did? Um, I would, I would be flattered. Yeah. Totally, totally flattered. It'd be it'd be cool. Like, oh, you you are very bold. Because yeah. Girls just she, don't. This do girl that. seems bold. I'm just yeah, saying. she seems very bold. So I'm. I think if she was trying to catch it, she would have just made that pretty clear. And not that she wasn't into this guy. But I think she was just trying to fuck with him. Okay. Or just like, and, and probably, for the lack of a better word, getting off on the fact that she's making him feel uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I just need to know if this is something she does routinely. Like if she's at the gym, public, you know, she's at Lifetime Gym, for example, and, and she's, she, if she's like doing these noises there. and causing a scene, or if she's just, you know, having, like you said, having fun putting a show on what for are, What are the chances that she's unaware that she's doing this? Like none? Ooh, I need to know if she had headphones on, because maybe she didn't, she didn't realize realize how loud she was being. That's true. That's true. People with headphones don't always you, like understand yeah. that they're just. You don't really pay attention to what how much noise you're actually making. I think there's a very small chance that she doesn't know exactly what she's doing. Props to her. Also, this story is hilarious. I don't know why I think this is so funny, and probably because. It's just such an awkward situation. Like, what do you do? You're yeah. just like watching it happen. Or I'd love to. I'd love to be like, oh, dude, you should have made a move. But like, what do you even say? That's so awkward. And if it, if and if she doesn't realize she's yeah, doing it, then it's like really you've just totally sexualized her in the gym, and then it's like really uncomfortable because she's probably like, okay, this creep who's been like watching me stretch. I think I might give it a. Uh, you okay over there? Just to see, just see what she thought about it. Yeah. Just to you know start a conversation. You okay? Missed opportunity by this guy not chatting her up a little yeah, you, you bit. Really Correct her form it. on the foam roller. Because I, I wish that he would have solely so that he could understand why she was doing what she was doing. Yeah. Interesting situation. Funny, funny. Hilarious. Well, we have one more, Dave. You want to read it? Want me to, want me to read this one? What's up, Daddy Dills and Mommy Sally? That was supposed to say Mommy Lils. It and said Ryan. Mommy Lils. Yeah. Right. Thanks for replacing it. I appreciate it. I'm in a bit of a situation. A few months back, one of my friend's dads started texting and calling me. It didn't seem like a huge deal when it first started because I've been very close to their family my whole life. 
He would ask me about my job and check in to make sure I was doing okay. He's also my dad's best friend. After a few instances of us talking, he said, Do not tell your parents or my wife we're talking. I don't want them to get the wrong idea. That comment was super weird to me, so I stopped answering his calls and only texted back every now and then. After I changed my response rate, I saw him at his daughter's wedding, and he gave me a hug and said, Damn, you look so hot. Oh, no. Yeah, that's not good. Yikes. Damn, you look so hot. Ugh. Very, very <laughs> creepy. Hot as shit. I completely uh. stopped replying to him because I think he got the wrong idea. Lately, he's been sending me extremely creepy texts, talking about guys I've hooked up with, making comments about my my appearance, and how he can't wait to see me, etc. Do I tell my dad he's creeping on me? I don't want to ruin their friendship, but at this point, I don't feel comfortable being around him. I see him often. He has a lake house that we visit a lot, and we vacation with him. What do I do? P.S. Why does the Randy? Why does Randy the video guy look like a knockoff of Jed slash Jeb from The Bachelorette? He kind of does. He kind of does. He kind of does. Yeah. This is so creepy. Yeah. And yeah. in my opinion, worth. Ruining your dad's friendship with him for because oh, this dude I totally agree. is gross. And if this was happening in a workplace, like this is sexual harassment. I mean, it's sexual harassment anyway. Oh, yeah. But like the power dynamic between them because he's her dad's best friend is like exactly what happens when, with people in workplaces when it's like their boss. You know and what I'm this saying? guy, aside from being just a total creep, mm-hmm. um, is it, it always weirds me out when people aren't able to read others like very intentional body language or signs right. like like i'm the not fact interested that she's completely stopped responding and to he's him. still just like coming in strong right like, that's just so it's it's a next level of creepiness to me like so, how do you not know that she's not interested in you dude when i first started reading this question i was like before we got to the part where she was like said the he said not to tell her parents or wife i was like is she into texting him because right off the bat i was like i think if my dad best friend texted me for any reason besides to be like hey just wanted to check up on you mm-hmm. like whatever and then it like okay cool and i would already probably think that was weird you know what i'm saying yeah so at first i was like does she not realize that this is weird but maybe like i don't know i i just feel like all of my dad's best friends or the people that i'm really close with it would be just super well, fucking weird if you know if you're close to someone like this and you know i'm growing up uh you there's you have they have leeway like okay they're right you know you want to enter like entertain the well fact and, and you're trying to like be nice them. to them like yeah, i feel like course. for her that and then as soon as she said the thing about don't tell my wife or your parents i was like oh she definitely when he was texting her was just like oh my dad's friend like i'm gonna just like humor him and be like things are going great thanks for checking up because like maybe she started a new job or that is going through something or whatever is like oh that's really nice that he's checking up on me and then it turned super fucking creepy like immediately Man. And it sucks for this girl because now she's got to like tell her dad, which probably already makes her feel uncomfortable. Well, this this, like, this hey, creep has put her in a terrible position. Right. Now she's got to go to her dad and be like, hey, by the way, your breath, best friend is like creeping me the hell out. Like, I I don't know. I think, I don't know how your her dad is. Like, if I told my dad this, he would just be like fly off the rails. Oh, absolutely. Like, and so, yeah, this dude is like totally put her in a horrible position. And she needs to go to her dad. And you, you need to kind of nip it in the bud too before it gets worse. Right. I mean, if if he this could get worse, he, it could become like a stalking situation. Right. He's that level of creepy. Well, and he's and clearly so, not picking up on any of her signals. Right. Right. 
So either she has two options. She doesn't tell her dad and basically tells this guy, like, you need to stop. Yeah. You're being a creep. And if you don't, like, I'm going to tell my dad slash family and your wife. Or she just tells her dad and is like, I I think it's probably better to just let it be known because you don't ever want it to turn around on you. And it sounds like this guy's creepy enough that he'd try to turn it around and be like, well, she was flirting with me, like to his wife or whatever the hell why he's telling himself. Sorry, my voice just (laughs) got out of the second. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and kind of back to my point, like if it does get to a, if it progresses and gets worse, there is a situation where he maybe makes a move on you mm-hmm. or, or shows up at your work or something. Um, and then you're, then you tell your dad, he'd be like, why didn't you tell me what was going on before? We right. could, we could have put a stop to this months ago. And exactly. now, now it's gotten to this point. Um, so yes, absolutely. Tell your dad, this is a terrible situation. Sorry. Got to tell your dad though, and let him handle it. And he will, if he's yeah. even a decent father. What sucks is like, this guy's probably like a nice guy. Obviously, he's like been around her her whole life. And now he's like going through some like crazy midlife crisis or something. And then just like being the grossest, creepiest dude on the planet. And you know, this isn't the only girl he's tried this with too. Right. The fact that he would do it to somebody that is near his, like basically his daughter is not a good sign. He, um, I almost want to say that she should just give him like a firm, like, Look, if you keep doing sending, I'm not interested. If you keep sending these, I'm gonna have to tell my dad. But I, it might be beyond that. Don't you think the dad deserves to know either way, though? Kind of. I feel like my dad. If I even if I said that to friend, I would still feel guilt, really guilty. My dad not knowing, and I would want him to know. Like, I handled this, but also you should be aware of it. Your friend is being a fucking creep. Yeah. He probably knows he's a creep, like in some fashion. That's probably you know what I mean? true too. Like he probably, knows but probably assumes in- that he would never yeah. come on to his daughter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he probably knows it's in the playbook. <sighs> I'm sorry. Ugh, that's I'm not, really that sorry. She she said that he's talking about guys that she's hooked up with. Like, that's in, so in the text creepy. Messages. Yeah. Like what? He's that jealous, is like, like he's a classic. Guys. That is a classic like sexual harasser move. Yeah. Is like oh like your boyfriend blah blah blah. It's like whoa. You don't need to like get near any of the relationships I've had. Yeah, this guy has a dark side to him. I don't like it. I don't it. like it at all. It stinks. What would you do if this was your daughter? You don't have a daughter, but like I have a son. Probably still applies in some way to yeah. my son. Yeah, I I would um I would like, I would confront what it, that what, person. What would happen if Alyssa came on to parks? <laughs> Oh my. I mean I would I would have to confront this person um in directly per- yeah. directly in person and I would Sorry, I just smeared Alyssa's name. No, that no, would no. never happen. I just thought it was hilarious. If, I, or me. I would know. absolutely put a stop to it and it would it would cause an end of uh, of our friendship. Yeah. For sure. You, for sure. I, you can't there's there's no coming back from that. Yikes. Yeah. Woo. Uh well unless you're finished. I mean unless you don't have a, a bonus question. We are finished. Do you have a bonus question for us? Well, I asked the Halloween thing a couple weeks ago, which Halloween is going to be on the day that we release this. was a couple weeks ago, Sally. I know, but my other one is also holiday-based, and I don't want it to just be like only holiday-based questions. That's okay. Okay. My favorite holiday by far is Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. I freaking love it. I do love Christmas, obviously, but I freaking love Thanksgiving. So my question is, how... 
Do you like your potatoes on Thanksgiving? Are you a mashed guy? Do you like potatoes au gratin? Are you like a, you know, I don't know. I feel like there's a bunch of different ways to make potatoes. Are we going to throw sweet potatoes slash yams into the mix here? Um, I guess, but I technically think of sweet potatoes as like more of a dessert thing, even though we have them. Like in the South, I feel like sweet potatoes are a side. Okay. Whereas in the North, like when I went to Will's, I made sweet potatoes and everyone was like having it for dessert because they've got like marshmallows and crap on top of it. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. I don't like it that way. I don't make it that way either. I make it with like pecan crumble and stuff it's pretty good okay yeah that's that's good <laughs> shit good. good for you um of course you can't go wrong with mashed potatoes of course it's just a staple I, that's what we do mm-hmm. for thanksgiving we always have mashed potatoes but potatoes are gratin are my jam love uh, love them we were a solely mashed potato family until i made shouts to chrissy teigen scallop potatoes that are just like loaded with like bacon and cheese and cream sour cream and shit because the problem with mashed potatoes is like you gotta really put shit in there to dress them up or they can be pretty bland i think we were just being okay being with mediocre potatoes for our whole life and then we what's your favorite dish for thanksgiving uh my favorite dish at thanksgiving is something that my mom's family makes that doesn't really have a name that we just call the broccoli cauliflower thing which sounds like it would be gross but it's cauliflower broccoli and brussels sprouts that are like roasted and then you literally slather it in um cream of mushroom soup with um green onions and cheese and bacon jeez it's so good it's so good it's like it's basically not even having vegetables because it's like just slathered and shit that's a power dish right? it's there. so good Sounds we need to have good. a friend's giving i'll make it okay i'll go okay dave give me the mashed I love mash on Thanksgiving. Cover them in gravy. Do you Let's think? Party. Got no problem. Do with you that. think that um, mac and cheese has a place on the Thanksgiving table? Sure. Because I feel like there are people who do it, and then people who are like very yeah. opposed. We don't do it, but I'm not against it. I agree. Because it to me, it's it's a it's a comfort food, and and Thanksgiving is all about like comfort foods. When are we gonna have this Friendsgiving? Soul foods. Why don't you plan it? Okay. We, we just came up with the idea like 30 seconds ago, so it's, we don't have an actual plan yet. Okay. Friendsgiving. Wash, wash media Friendsgiving. I'm down. You can have it at our apartment. Well, guys, that was fun. Y'all fun? It was a great time. Good. So happy. Remember, the hotline number is 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245, and you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.